Yo, what's up? It's Loden and Evan from the band Rarity, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Welcome to episode 105 of Spinning Thoughts. This is for our weekly premiere on Adobe Radio every Thursday at midnight. These guys and gals, they let me come onto the station and and talk to you all. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you for tuning in again every midnight Thursdays, Adobe Radio. This is episode 105, and I've been looking forward to this. I've been talking to the dudes from this band for a couple weeks getting this lined up and I know that there's some excitement around the Spinning Thoughts camp for this interview. I actually have a official contributor of Spinning Thoughts from Canada and he has been speaking very highly of Rarity, the band that we are about to talk to, Loden and Evan from Rarity. Guys, what up? How you doing? I, I feel good here down in the States. What's going on up in Canada? Uh, nothing the, much. It's the fall. Yeah. So it's, it's winter. It's getting into cold season. Honestly, <laughs> it was like, it was, uh, I don't know the conversion, but it was like, it felt like, it felt like 40 um, here last week, which is hot. Oh, oh come on. Yeah, it's we... like really hot. <laughs> like the leaves are melting off the trees this year. Oh, is that what happens? They melt off the trees in Canada. They don't fall <laughs> off the trees. Yeah, they, they melt off the trees and they turn into syrup on the ground. Oh my god, that's how syrup is made. Guys, you're that's blowing my mind. That's how syrup is made. It's a much right? easier process then. I knew we were going to get into, you know, some great details in this uh, interview, but I didn't know that we were going to be blowing my mind this early. We're only two minutes in. This is amazing. We've got Loden and Evan from Rarity. I'm really excited about this one, a band that I've been jamming an album of theirs for the last year and a couple months. So that's what we're going to kick things off talking about, guys, is your latest album. I couldn't be weaker. Like I said, it dropped... Over a year ago, about April of 2016, it still bangs the shit out of my speakers <laughs> all the time. Thank it, you. It, it does. It does. I wouldn't say if, – if it wasn't true, I just wouldn't have said it. You know what I mean? I'm that kind of guy. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. No doubt. So let's take a moment to reflect and talk about your thoughts on this album and where it fits into the growing history of Rarity. So like I said, over a year since the release, how do you guys feel – about this album and the impact it's had on the band? Uh, nothing but positive um, reflections towards that record. Um, we, we've we been given a bunch of crazy opportunities. We did things we never thought growing up we'd get to do. Um, we're proud of the record itself, but we're more proud of um, where it's taken us. When when you like kind of like bring it all the way back to like the very, very, very start of of specifically I guess where I couldn't be weaker when you look at like when you started writing it how does the band approach like how did you guys approach that like how do you all work as a band in those very beginning stages it it's 
It's usually either a guitar riff or a drum part, I'd say. Like, that's usually the down to the basics. Like, I'll have some rhythm stuck in my head, or our guitar player will have something he's been working on, and then we all just get together. We Sometimes we jump on a laptop. Sometimes we jam it out in our room. Um, that That's always how it works. It starts with someone has, and not always the same person, but someone has the most minuscule idea for something greater, and we all work on it and bring it to life. Yeah. Um, a stranger songs like that, um, they were some drum kind of rhythms and some cool, uh, some big hitting drums that I, 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 I wrote, I programmed it into a computer, and I sent it to the guys, and I was like, hey, what do you guys think of this? And Zach had already, our guitar player already had some, some guitar ideas. He was writing the beginnings of Stranger in his room, and we kind of put it together and started forming what would end up being the final song. All right, so you know that you, you explained to us the beginning stages, which is always pretty interesting uh, when you look at an album from a band. Fast forward now, and let's look a little bit like in the studio. Do do you guys have any rituals or any quirks like within the studio that's just kind of specific to Rarity? Uh, I don't know. The last time we went into a studio, we had like half of a different band, so I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> that, that's good point. point. When we were doing, I couldn't be weaker. Um, <laughs> we we were we were the band that was like don't leave any stone unturned like we will give anything a shot if it doesn't work whatever but we wanted to try everything on every part so it was uh e even down to things like hey we've got this really soft song um which turned into exhale um turn off the lights we we turned off all the lights and we lit a bunch of candles and we stuck Zach in a room in a big open room with a pair of sunglasses on and we all watched them. <laughs> we all watched them track the entire song. Like we one, one take, put the whole song down in this like <laughs> moody, sensual environment. And I think that was cool. It came across, I think on the song. Wow, guys, <laughs> I think I just found how I'm gonna start recording and taping my episodes now. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to dim go. this shit down, light some incense, put on some sunglasses <laughs> so I can't see shit. And, and yeah, I can't read my questions. I'm just gonna memorize them. This is gonna be a great idea. Uh, yeah, def definitely make sure the lights are off before you put the sunglasses on. Got yeah, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting uh, story there. I'm glad you mentioned it. So look back on I couldn't be weaker, and I'm curious from both of you, Loden and Evan, what's your favorite song? Not off the album, but off of the album. Which one is your favorite to perform live? Ooh, um, uh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Orchid still. Orchid for me, it's it's still Orchid. That it's got the most energy out of all of our songs live, at least. And kids seem to always yeah, I like go Orchid. Off. I um, I, I like playing uh, Inhale. Yeah, it, it it's for the drum wise at least. I think guitar most, too. Guitar, you're most, you're most yeah. I just I, I have to play the heck out of that song. Um, <laughs> and and I'm, honestly, I butcher it, but like it's the most <laughs> it's the most fun I have uh, during a set. Is just like and like the bridge of that song. I don't do anything, so I play for like a minute and a half straight, like heavy breathing, and then the the bridge hits, and I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> okay, we did it. You you mentioned you mentioned Orchid being one of the songs you like to jam live the most. That's actually the song that I want to play right now for episode 105. So everybody, let's check it out. This is Orchid off. I couldn't be weaker from Rarity. Enjoy. I don't want to stay in the game when I know you're at home alone. 
So you just finished listening to Orchid Off. I couldn't be weaker from Rarity. You featured Josh from A Sight for Sewn Eyes on this track. Talk to me about how all of that came up. Oh, we, um, we, I mean, if anyone knows us, we are huge A Sight for Sewn Eyes fans. They're from, um, they're from out east. Um, so we, we kind of never get to see them, but, uh, they're our favorite band. And when they come through, all of Ontario comes through for them and, it was just kind of like we had this, we had this part at the end of Orchid and and uh, Loden on the demos was screaming it, and that wasn't really something we wanted on the on the final. We we, we wanted Loden to, we wanted this kind of back and forth with Zach and someone else. Yeah. So we thought that we wanted like a duet, but like a heavy kind of duet. We thought that'd be a cool idea. So we we uh, we had this opportunity for a feature. Um, we reached out to him, and he kind of knew us because, I mean, we've kind of stalked that band for a summer. <laughs> we love that band. He knew us who we are. Um, so we reached out to him, and he was more than down. He, he he went to a studio in Halifax. He sent us a little video of him tracking it, and we were like, oh, man, listen to him. He, sound, he sounds like the end of the world on the on that song. Yeah. Uh, we we were just – it was like a huge fan freak-out moment, and uh, the song is just – so much more important to us now because he was he he allowed us to use his voice on it. So this isn't the only track on the album that features a badass guest vocalist. We referenced him briefly, uh, you know, a few minutes ago. So on Absent, you also feature Derek from State Champs. So again, I gotta I gotta ask you. I mean, how did this come about, and what was that experience like? State Champs, they're considered from many of the people that I see, you know, the top of the fucking like food chain right now. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who State Champs is. Uh, no, joking. Um, I um, thought we were here to talk about music, not sports. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing to us? Just throwing a curveball, no pun intended. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we, we, we first came in contact with State Champs. Uh, it was our first show in the United States. As like a band, as like a as rarity at least, because we did that one in Buffalo. Yeah, like a, yeah. We snuck over once in Buffalo, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we 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 our first ever America show as rarity was issues Silverstein State Champs Tonight Alive. Oh uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it, oh, it was like the most stacked bill. It like we we could not wow. believe. We cannot believe our first show like, was that. We'd never played to more than like 200 people. <laughs> and walked into this room that held like 2,000 people, 1,500 yeah. people. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. We were we were like the third band out of seven, and we played to like probably 12 to 1,500 kids, and yeah. it was just like the most unreal experience. But regardless, that's how we met State Champs was that day, and uh, uh, the day after we had an off day because we were on our little run with Silverstein, and they were doing a. a well, a huge tour with All Time Low, and they had an off day as well. <laughs> so they asked us to come out to Cleveland and uh, play their off day show. So we kind of, that's how we like bonded a little bit. Yeah. And then I think how it went, Derek Christian hit, just hit. was kind of like talking to Derek a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. It basically like through a chain of emails, like our manager and Derek got talking about us. And Derek was like, yeah, I'd love to come, you know, uh, produce the record with you guys. And 
we were like, that sounds absolutely amazing. So <laughs> that's what we needed. Yeah. So he came for the first week that we were in Indiana with Seth recording. I couldn't be weaker. Uh, he came and he kind of helped out with all the pre-pro before we started the actual recordings. Yeah. That was an awesome week too. Like maybe, yeah, you think Derek is like top of the food chain, but like that week he was just a in, chiller. His, in his underwear in our yeah. hotel room. <laughs> just such a chiller. Um, yeah, we went to a fair with him. We uh, got lots of food. He he's, he kind of introduced us to a lot of American fast food, like White Castle. Um, oh she, God! Yeah, he, he took us to a, a bunch of plate. Uh, we got some Chicago style pizza with him because we we did it in Indiana, so we were close to Chicago. Um, yeah, yeah. He kind of yeah, it was a good mentoring session. So and then, uh, so basically, after after he left, uh, like Christian just kind of messaged him again and was like hey the boys want you to be on the record and he had like no problems with that at all like he was all for it it turned out amazing everyone involved from start to finish and now this leads me into talking about things that are going on today like nowadays right so we've we've spent some time talking about the latest album from rarity but pretty soon Pretty soon, this album's not going to be the latest anymore. So from what I understand, the band is going to be heading back into the studio in this month of October to record a brand new album. Now, before I start diving into my questions, okay, I want to say that I understand there may not be a lot of details yet to give or that can be given, but I'm going to try to see what I can get from you guys. What do you think? <laughs> there's probably a lot we don't even know about. I believe that. I believe that. So I think it's. I think there's going to be a fair balance of you guys just not knowing and, and you guys knowing some things and just not telling me shit, but I'm going to try to figure it out. So <laughs> Both scenarios, you don't get information. <laughs> I know. I know. So I've, I really am like the underdog here, but people love the underdog, right? So uh, Hopefully everyone's cheering for me right now as you're listening, you're sitting at home and you're like, go, go get this shit. All right. So let's get this shit. Talk to me about how you're feeling heading into this brand new endeavor. Just give me your feelings. Way more prepared. Different. <laughs> different. Yeah. Different. Way different. We're older guys now. Yeah. Um, and we've done it once before. And I like to think that we learned a lot from, I couldn't be weaker, what our strengths were, what the kind of things we haven't necessarily said yet or done yet with our band so going into this we had a lot of kind of like when i couldn't be weaker came out we spent like a couple months thinking about it really hardcore and by the summer that after like after that april that it came out we were already kind of diving into some new ideas a couple little demos here and there um and a lot of thought went into what we wanted to do next and what we wanted to achieve um so this time around the preparedness is uh tenfold for sure for sure now i understand the band has been writing this album for a very good portion of 2017 what has that writing process looked like so far um not 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 the same as i couldn't be weaker just maybe like us like the same process but yeah a a big step up from it like yeah with the same kind of steps to write a song but there, there was a good chunk at the beginning where I don't think we really com- could commit to anything. We were, we were like, no, what, this doesn't feel right yet, or this doesn't. Um, what if this isn't really what we want? And uh, it, it was like the writing this record felt a lot like 
little achievements along the way. Yeah. Um, especially when uh, when Corbin, our new guitar player, came into the picture. It, it opened up a lot of doors. So are you saying that this album started prior to Corbin's... Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he came in, what, halfway through? Or did a lot change when he came in? Talk to me about that dynamic. I think we had... Three, 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 or four songs. three or four full songs that that we wrote without him. Yeah, and then he came into the band, yeah. and and had, that that's not to say that when we were writing those songs, he wasn't around, and we were being like, "What do you think?" Like, we're kind of stumped here. Like, and he he'd maybe have a suggestion or or a guitar idea, and and that was just more incentive for us at the end of the day to be like, "This kind of fits." We he he kind of knows what we're thinking before we think it. Yeah, I, I was actually reading up on an article, I think, that you guys were interviewed in recently. So in that, you mentioned, you know, Corbin coming in, but that he's not a stranger to the band, that, like, he's been around, no. right? So can you elaborate on that as well for me? I know that you kind of talked about it in this interview. Uh, Corbin has been our collective, one of our collective best friends for probably about four years now. Yeah. Three or four years. Yeah. Uh, we, we came up in the music, we, our Hamilton scene with him. We, we met Corbin when he was playing in a electronica rock band. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like to talk about it. Really <laughs> oh, we got to get him back on then. We got to talk about it then. <laughs> exclusive with Corbin. You, you definitely should do an exclusive on his electronic band. Alright, yeah. I'm counting on you guys to hook up that connection then. <laughs> He'd be here if he wasn't at work. Alright, alright. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, he we came up with him, he was, in a, he was in a couple bands that just did such great things. Um, we, have, we always supported everything he did and vice versa. He's, he literally lives next to me. Um, it, it just made so much. He, he filled in for us. Um, at the end of last, yeah, October, a year ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was when we um, had a bunch of member kind of crises. Yeah. And uh, he filled in for us, and it just, it was so perfect, the fit, the the vibes when we were, because you have to live with the guy in the band, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of personal space, and the vibes were there. He, we obviously trusted him playing his instrument. Um, he brought so much extra to the band, and there was a point where we were just like, if we're going to keep going with the record, this needs to happen. <laughs> Makes sense to me. And I believe it's been, a, it's been announced that this is going to be a full-length album, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, I, this is one of the few questions I'm going to ask that you probably won't, either won't answer or don't know the answer to. But how many tracks are you shooting for when you say full-length? Are we talking 10, 12? Um, 10... 10 is kind of the standard. I think 11 is kind of our goal. We have much more than that written. We, we had 10 on the last record, so we want yeah, we got to one-up ourselves this time. Can I challenge you to do 12? <laughs> I mean, we have like 15 or 16 songs, so we could do it. I All just, right, well, the challenge is out. Spinning Thoughts is challenging Rarity to do 12 on this full length. Depends if you want 11 really great songs and one kind of crap song. Yeah. <laughs> or like about- an acoustic track that we hide 10 minutes after the last song finishes. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'll be that guy that's sitting there for fucking three days waiting for it to come back on at the end. You know what I mean? Like the record, like the needles like <laughs> into it and like it's smoking. And you're like, yeah. And I'm going to be that guy that's like, nope, it's coming. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking told me. They told me. I swear. 
<laughs> now, do you think there's going to be any featured guests on this album similar to the way that there were two on I Couldn't Be Weaker? There has been zero talk about that. Guys, we- if you really want me to come on and do one, just ask. I mean, fuck, quit beating around the bush. Yo, a radio interview <laughs> in the middle of our record would be so hype. Right? I mean, let's let's do so, it. Like, like one of the songs ends and you're like, yo, so you just listen to blah, blah, blah by radio. Like, right? Hey, th- think about it. Just, just you know, brainstorm it a little bit, okay? Cool. Yeah, no, we haven't talked about it. Um, honestly, when we get to the studio and the songs start to take shape in their final form, yeah, um, that's when we kind of feel out if there's a feature necessary. I don't think we want to kind of use features as a crutch as much as we did on the last record. Not that we thought like that last time, but right. we had so many great people that just reached out to us and wanted to be involved. We were like, yeah, this is this would be awesome. This time around, we kind of hit, hit away in our dark corners and it's a lot more personal this time around. So maybe, maybe we kind of wait and see. What are you most excited for with this new album? Obviously, it hasn't even been recorded yet but you have the bones i'm sure so what are you excited about people to hear what we sound like now yeah is it it different (laughs) is it that much different it's it's like concentrated does that make sense it does if you elaborate (laughs) (laughs) like again like i said we took a lot of what we loved about i couldn't be weaker and kind of like took a magnifying glass to it and ran it through that it's it's a lot of like we know our strengths, so we wrote this album to our strengths. And I think that while it doesn't sound as sporadic as maybe I Couldn't Be Weaker was sometimes, this record is a rarity record through and through. Probably more so than I Couldn't Be Weaker. If that makes sense, because that's the only record we put out. But. <laughs> yep. No, I, I, I'm following that. and I, I, It's always so exciting to talk to bands right before they get into the studio. There's like that, that little like in-between time. <laughs> What's that? There's hope. There's a glitter of hope in our eyes. <laughs> well, and for everybody, I mean, there, there's a lot of buzz around this right now. So I'm really stoked that we're able to talk a little bit in depth about this, this new, this new album because it hasn't even been recorded yet. Like you're in that like cool little in between where you got yeah. your bones, you're getting ready to head into the studio. You, the ideas you guys have. I mean, I would assume that even what you guys think it's going to be like, it's going to evolve once you hit the studio. Oh, absolutely. That's what's so cool. It's like, we could come out of the studio miserable because we didn't write the (laughs) We wrote. Well, I hope that's not the case. That's not going to happen. We trust, um, we're going in to record it with Sam, uh, Guyana. And uh, he, I think we talked about him earlier. He he was like, he's that extra member of the band. We're thrilled that he, he, uh, He's taking us on, and we're we're gonna spend a month with him, basically living together and building this record up from the from its bones, basically what we have written. What plans does Rarity have for fans to keep them involved and engaged during the recording and tracking process? There's a lot of bands that lean on social media, Snapchat to give like really like brief glimpses into what's going on. Do you have plans like that to, uh, to engage the fans? Cause there's a lot that are really interested in, in what's about to happen. Yeah. I mean, we, we're big fans of, uh, of kind of that behind the lens vibe. Um, we haven't worked 
it out yet, but we definitely, I mean, like, if you follow us, we are big goofballs, and we Snapchat and Instagram thing a lot, and um, what's it called, stories? We're just, we constantly post stuff. Pictures, oh yeah, Dan's coming in. Our uh, photographer, Dan Hatfield, is our best friend in the world, and he's going to be there taking photos, we're going to post stuff like nice. that. Um, well, Loden, our singer, is, oh, he's here, hey, Loden. <laughs> he makes awesome videos <laughs> and we, we do lots of behind the scenes stuff while we don't have like a schedule of it we uh we will make sure everyone uh, basically just hears the record happen as it happens awesome and i i know i heard you say that loden does uh, a few things uh with videos and things like that we're going to talk about some some other things that members of rarity uh what you guys do outside the band here in the next segment. But before we get there, uh, so I was looking and on your social media and it seems like the band just recently had a performance at a, at a thing called Super Crawl 2017. Now, I, I'm here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm not crazy familiar with what that is. So what what, ah. what is that event? Tell me about it. I'm curious. Just like basically Hamilton uh, for the summertime. Hamilton is our hometown. Yeah. Uh, for the summertime, uh, every every couple of weeks on the Friday, they'll have something called Art Crawl, where they kind of uh, not 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 like not shut off James Street, but like they, they yeah. kind of block off James Street a little bit, and it's mostly for like uh, food vendors and like art people trying yeah. to sell like paintings and stuff like that, independent businesses, things like that. Yeah. Uh, um, so at the end of the summer, they do the big one, the like the big crawl. finale one called Super Crawl, and they have like big big live bands and, Dude, and, and yeah, stuff like that. Like this year, like uh, a big Canadian legend, uh, Sam Roberts played. Yeah, last year the Arkells, who are, I mean, you probably don't know them, but they're a huge, <laughs> huge Hamilton band. band yeah. Uh, there's a whole Canadian thing that you just. Oh, you might know Pop. Music Pop scene. played this yeah, year. You know, oh, no way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Pop played yeah. the night before us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it is it is the big Hamilton thank you party for the arts and local businesses. There's guitar vendors on the street, there's food trucks, there's paintings, there's. Every kind of craft, all the stores are open, restaurants, it's massive. It's the whole streets blocked off across Hamilton. And uh, at one end was a big stage that we played on. And uh, it was one of the best days ever. So it was the place to be, and I wasn't there. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were shocked not to see you in the crowd. I I know, I know, I know. I'll I'll come next year, I promise. Now, d- did you guys try playing any new songs? At, uh, I think this is your most recent gig, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, I'm just curious. Did you try any new songs? We yeah. we have been playing a new song for about three quarters of a year now. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, we, good. That's not to say we, we played a ton of shows. We played maybe like five shows maybe. Um, <laughs> here and there. Just And we, we just wanted to kind of test the waters with a new song. So, yeah, we were uh, playing a new one. All right, well, then let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. If, if you've played a few shows with new songs, they, they, I'm sure they have to have titles. I mean, can you give me a couple titles of songs that are new? <laughs> They're working titles. So what are the working titles? Uh, this one's called Shawinigan. The, yeah, one, we're the, the one we play live is called Shawinigan. Can you spell that? S A. It's, it's spelled phonetically. S H A W I N G A N. Okay. Okay. It is a very. It is a little tiny romantic town in Quebec. 
Um, it was so romantic. It's we, we we were on an off day and we got a hotel and it happened to be in this little town called Schwinnigan. They're all very mean though. They're kind of mean to us. <laughs> but this town was like in the country. They didn't speak English. Uh, it was right on a lake. It was sunset. We all tried to order poutine from someone who didn't speak English. It it, and then we stayed up all night hanging out and. Uh, the beginnings of this song started that night um, in that town. So it's called Schwinnigan so, for, the, for the time being. So that means that there's there there are people out there that were at these shows that may have heard this song and, and captured some video. So, I mean, if anyone's listening and has, <laughs> and has got some of this, I would love to hear it. You can tweet me at Spin Thoughts and what, just add Rarity just so that they can see that you're doing it at Rarity Band on Twitter. Let's... Let's hear some of this. I'm curious. I know someone's got to have something, right, guys? If you if you leak our property, we will FBI you. <laughs> it's the Canadian Bureau of Investigation. See, I don't understand how your how your laws and stuff work. So so maybe I should be cautious when I'm advising these these things here. As we're transitioning toward the back end of of episode 105 with Loden and Evan from Rarity, there's there's about two segments that I want to cover here. Uh, before we bounce so we we kind of talked about the dudes uh, some of the dudes at least that I understand from rarity you guys get into the local scene over there like in Ontario and stuff uh is Hamilton part of Ontario is that what it is is it kind of like a yeah okay so you Ontario province and we are a city inside that province gotcha all right so talk to me about some of these extracurricular activities that uh everyone gets down with here in rarity <laughs> love them uh, so I, I have been trying my hand at music videos for bands around Ontario and like Canada, I guess. He's being modest. He's fantastic. <laughs> Is there, I mean, who have you been working with Loden? Anyone recently? Uh, I did shot, I shot a music video for bearings. They love they bearings. Wow. I just had them on yeah. the show actually. Yeah, they're they're a great band. Uh, I shot a video for this band called Heavy Hearts. They're from around where we're from. They're yeah. dropping a new album on October the twenty seventh. I actually yeah, got in. I yeah, know them. This yeah. is good. You this is good. Yes, yes, they are yeah. very good. If you if you saw any of those music videos, that was that was me. Awesome! Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Adam manages bands. Yes. He, he he's trying his hand at kind of being a booker and promoter he's trying to promote in hamilton and he's trying to book he's really trying to build build up what what was kind of the best part about when we were growing up which was massive shows every weekend no one seems to be trying to get bands into hamilton anymore yeah which is bad it's 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 there's a local scene to an extent but it's just like there's not a lot of opportunities anymore so adam's doing his best to kind of build that back up and get people excited yeah evan what about you Oh man, I um, I mean, for the better part of this year, I locked myself away and tried to write the record. But um, I, I, every now and then, I like to step in and help bands um, write songs. I guess production, music okay. production. I'm not at any say. I'm, I'm not in any way like saying I'm a music producer or anything like that. But um, some of my friends and uh, a couple bands around here have uh, asked me to help out. I also um, have done studio drumming. Oh wow! So okay. Honest, I did uh, check out a band called Riot Axe that put out a fantastic EP that is your boy playing the skins on it. Um, and if that's something you're into, hit me up because I will lay it down. 
<laughs> Dude, hell yeah. And I, I actually I have not heard of Riot Axe, so I will uh, check that out. But I, I'm really excited to see uh, the, the Canadian bands right now. And I've had a lot on the show, which has been so exciting for me. To, to be able to just, you know, get outside of the United States and talk to other bands. I've had some great uh, bands from the UK on. So it's great to see that you guys are so involved in the local scene and, and even a little bit broader than that uh, with some really awesome names. Like you said, Bearings, uh, Heavy Hearts, and Riot Axe I'm going to check out. I'm, I'm sure that they're pretty stellar too. So All right, so we're heading into the final segment, and luckily we have enough time for this. So I'm, I'm kind of looking, I am actually really looking forward to this. So I, anytime I have a band on the show, I try to, to do the final segment, like something just kind of like really silly or goofy or whatever. And I mean, I guess some people could see this coming maybe, but I did come across an article that, that mentioned multiple Canadian stereotypes. Okay. And I've actually never been to Canada. I've never been. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get there sometime soon. But it's you should come in the winter. I, that's what I've heard. I hear a lot of people go <laughs> go up there for the winter and come back here for the summer. I, it makes sense. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you some of these Canadian stereotypes that I found on a website. And I just want you guys to, to elaborate on them. Are they true? Are they false? Do you participate in those stereotypes what do you guys think yeah go ahead <laughs> all right so this is canadian stereotypes with Loden and evan from rarity so first up apparently this article says that canadians don't feel the cold like brits like, like who does the brits they're saying like british people i didn't really know is that it was that uh, cold in in the uk or in britain do you, what can you say to that We've never been there, so it's rainy, I hear. That's what I heard, too. I, I, I wasn't so sure about that, but you're saying you do feel the cold up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, there's probably a gauge for it. it it's, <laughs> like, it's like when we go to L.A., and let's say in, like, March, everyone might be in sweaters. We're in our shorts and bathing suits and stuff, because it's like, that's like summer for us. <laughs> I think, like, again, last last week it felt like the like <laughs> the worst it was like yeah it was like cuba or something oh um, my god all right so all right so you feel the cold but the, i'm sure you've been conditioned to it maybe we could say that what do you think I, I i like to think yeah we can handle it our skin's a little thicker all yeah. right the blubber the blubber. <laughs> the, the next one on this article says that canadians don't want justin bieber back do you guys want him back oh i think there's a lot of people who don't but i'm down I would want him back. You don't think? I man, yeah, he's killing it right now. Yeah, yeah, you gotta want him back. I, uh, I mean, is that? Can we agree that 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 that's a false stereotype? Yeah. All right, so that's false. Some people still love Justin Bieber. There we go. Now this one has me intrigued <laughs> a lot. It, this article says that Canada grows the best weed outside of Jamaica. Outside of Jamaica? Yeah, so basically, like, you're in second Jamaica place. It doesn't even compare to us. <laughs> what? No, it doesn't matter if they started it. We finished it. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that this stereotype, stereotype is not true because you have better weed than Jamaica. Yeah, because we, we, we kicked their ass in pot. That's, that's right. 
why why is this the first time I, I didn't even know that you guys were in the runnings like what what's going on up in canada dude we're like Trudeau. nah trudeau no nah, trudeau's gonna ruin it <laughs> no I don't, I don't know i we we have a we have a we have a province uh called british columbia yeah and they grow, they grow the best weed in the world uh and that's I don't know. I've been to America. I mean, the only other place I guess I've been is America. Your weed sucks, by the way. Uh, <laughs> American weed is not not that good. No, it's um, not. <laughs> yeah, just 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 come to Canada. Go to BC and uh, smoke some Canadian weed. You'll you'll know what I'm talking. About. So I actually, when I read that, of course, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta look this up and see what this is all about." And you're right. I read that it says British Columbia. I guess it's due to like the. The, like the temp, like the, the the temperature and like the soil or something like that, it makes it fucking like banging. So, um, I know where my next vac- vacation's gonna be. I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next one in this article says that Canadians are proud that they're not the United States of America. What does that mean? Oh, okay. There's there's quite a bit of like <laughs> our news is a little bias our news is more your country than our country because yeah. our country doesn't really make news yeah. and that that's got to be nice you know what i mean like that there's not so much drama going on in canada that you got to broadcast the drama of the united states right oh oh yeah we yeah. We, we probably know more about trump than our own prime minister so. <laughs> oh for sure we do yeah just because of what we've been fed by the media for like the last year and a half yeah we uh we're pretty proud to be canadian like, yeah. have you ever heard a negative Canadian stereotype? It's like, oh, they apologize too much. I'm like, yeah, they do. What up? But yeah, I mean, honestly, as I was looking at this list, there wasn't there wasn't one negative one. That, I mean, there isn't. Like, right right now, the worst thing we said is that you might not want Justin Bieber back. That's the worst fucking thing we've said here. You know, like allegedly. <laughs> uh, uh, right, alleged. We we debunked that myth. We Canada wants him back. We we've learned this. So no, I mean. Ah, this this is why I do these. All right, so <laughs> yeah. th- this next one confused me. Everyone in Canada, they say, identifies as Irish or British in some way. Now, I'm going to be that cliche American and say I thought that, like, there were parts of Canada that were completely, like, French-speaking, like Montreal and whatnot. So why, what's with the Irish and British stuff? I don't get it. Uh, I've never heard that. I, I'm I, Scottish. Yeah, I've also never heard that. Okay, I, I, so I, we we kind of grow up like every everyone's from everywhere here. Like, <laughs> we, we we live like right on the border of like Buffalo, like right on the state. So we're as about as American as Canada gets, <laughs> and we're we're probably in the most multicultural yeah. part of Canada. Oh, yeah. like, we're in the most the most diverse, highest populated. I'm gonna get guess to us. Get sorry, I'm gonna guess. Um, yeah, I've never heard that before. All right, so so I, fuck I'm, that we, one then. We, Canada does a lot of like commercials and like we are diverse and and like there, there's a lot of pride with the diversity of Canada, so I'm gonna guess we have a lot of that. Okay. I mean, we, yeah, there's definitely yep. a whole province that's French. Yeah, right. So I was just surprised that like this is stating a stereotype that every it said everyone identifies as Irish or British in some way. I don't know. No. All right, th- so this article is losing its uh, validity with me right now with that piece of shit. So you're not talking about Boston? Bo- yeah, may- maybe it is Boston. 
<laughs> All right, so this one actually had me scratching my head. It said the Canadians love some good old country music. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you? Hate yeah. it, but no. oh my god, does Canada love country music? Yeah. Wait, for real? We can't handle. Oh, we yeah. can't take it, but oh yeah, it's huge here. Oh my god. Okay, so it's that's like, kind of true like, then. Yeah, all the colleges and universities are like, it's country music, man. Wow. We boots and boots and hearts out here. Yeah. Yeah, we have a festival out here called Boots and Hearts, and it's like, it's a huge, just the biggest it's festival. Massive. It's like a it's like a rave size super country like super festival, but it's country. Okay. All right. All right. Well, it's, hey, you know yeah. what? It's, it's better than it's better than not liking music at all. So you know, we'll we'll just put it that way, right? There you go. That's, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> not full for sure. Now, th- this article also says that Canada has stronger beer than America, which, so we already talked that, like, you have the best weed outside of Jamaica, or some might say better than Jamaica. I'm wondering, what the fuck am I doing still here in the United States right now? You're claiming <laughs> beer and whiskey, or beer and uh, pot, I guess. We got the whiskey in, in Kentucky. So beer and <laughs> beer and pot. I mean, so what's with the beer? Is it stronger? Uh, I, I don't know. It depends where you go. I mean, you guys have like, you know, you guys have all your microbreweries and like all your yeah. brews and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I, I don't really, I'm not really a beer connoisseur. But I, like, I, it, it, it seems the same beer. to me. It doesn't, there's not much of a difference between Canadian and American beer. That's what I felt. May, I Maybe they're like comparing like, I I feel like Labatt and shit like feels stronger like that. I feel like your Labatts are like your like standard like low level beer, and ours are like fucking Keystone uh, and like <laughs> Natty Light. You know, like oh my god, like seriously shitty as fuck. Like Labatt is actually like when I get when we, when the boys go out here in in the states and we, we get Labatt, like that's when you know we're having a good ass fucking time. You know. Dude, you, want, you want to hear a cool story? Sure. I actually um when I was a kid, my dad had a friend who bought the Labatt, like Mr. Labatt's mansion. So like as a kid, I would travel to this, to London, Ontario, and I would, and and he lived at the top of this hill. So you'd be driving up this windy hill, as I remember it as a kid, um, up to this big mansion uh, overlooking the city. And my dad always was, yeah, this is the guy who, the guy who made Labatt. This is his. Wow. And he doesn't live here. He might probably died or something, but like, yeah. So I, I always hung out at the Labatt <laughs> Mansion. The, the Labatt Mansion. Yeah. It was a cool place. It was like under rent. Like, it was very, like, always in renovation. Um, but man, it was a cool place. Man, I am cool- finding out so much in the in episode 105. This is just, you can't even plan for this. The Labatt Mansion. Uh, th- there needs to be, like, a show now, I think. A rarity show, like a house show at the Labatt Mansion. What do you think? <laughs> That would be awesome. I'll hit them up. All right. So uh, we're, we're running out of time here. I had, a, I had a few more, but they actually start to get like really like super cliche, like ones that you normally hear. Um, what, you know what? Of course, like everyone is crazy about hockey. People say that all the time. Canadians yeah, are, are super nice people. Y- you know, I mean, those are all like the normal cliche ones. The one that actually really bugs me is and this was in the article. It says people say a after everything. You guys haven't said it once in this entire interview. Like, why is that like such a cliche? We do say a. It's we do say a. It's just every once in a while, and it's definitely the more like the more rural you get. Yeah, there the are places the that, that you get very Canuck, um, where it kind of comes out more. 
We definitely say A. Like someone, someone be like, you know, let's go down to a Tim's, have a dart bud. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's so it's interesting for me to hear that though because I've had I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like I've had Seaway on the show. I've had like Pacific. Um, See, you're 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 talking about bands that are all 40 minutes away from us. We 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 live right on the border of Buffalo. We're as American as it gets. All right. So I I had Story Untold though on. Oh, okay, they're from Mont- are they the Quebec band. Quebec, the Qu- band? I think it's yeah. Quebec. Yeah, yeah. So, and I didn't, I didn't get one A in there the entire time. So, I don't huh. know. I'm questioning that. You kind of got to go Northern Ontario, right? Yeah, they're honestly they're just French Americans. Um, <laughs> it's 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 yeah. It, you, I, uh, you have to go. You have to go up to like Calgary and like we, and like North Bay, Ontario. I, like, I remember when we were recording the record, we had a lyric that, and I forget the lyric, but our Seth, our producer, always said, "You got to do that line again. You're not saying it right." And we were, we were. It, it was. I don't remember the lyric, but it was something along. It was something to the kind of sense of, like, say, a pack of gum. You would say a pack of gum, right? Yeah. We kept saying a pack of gum. That was like our lyric. We put a pack of gum, and he kept being, and he kept looking at us like, and I don't know if that's maybe works where you are, but but the, in Indiana they were he couldn't let it go like, <laughs> and like. A pat, you just pronounce the of man, and you're not you saying let it go. Pack of gum. We're like, no, that's that's not that's. I don't think we would ever say a pack of gum. It just doesn't. Fly. <laughs> a pack of gum. Pack of gum. It, it sounds like a wild animal when you put it that way, you know. Like, yeah. and here we have a pack of wild gum running through the forest, you know, <laughs> like something fucking random. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, the language. Yeah. It's so interesting to approach the language, even with such close neighbors up there for me and maybe you know down below for you guys uh in canada so guys i appreciate you uh elaborating on some of these canadian stereotypes maybe next time when we have you on the show uh, we'll find american stereotypes and we can talk about those okay yeah well we'll come up with our own list of american (laughs) exactly yeah you guys can grill me then at that point we'll see what happens so (laughs) thank you for participating now gentlemen before we go uh, is there anything else you'd like to say or add to your fans. We covered a lot in episode 105, and I appreciate the time uh, and all of these stories. So anything you'd like to leave on? Just a huge thank you for having us on and, and promoting kind of our unborn record and the old record. <laughs> yeah. It means a lot that uh, you kind of cared, so thank you. Absolutely. It, it was an honor to have you guys on. I am looking forward to hearing the new music and to seeing how you end 2017 and then kick the motherfucking shit out of 2018, guys. That means a lot. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Once again, I want to thank Loden and Evan from Rarity for being with me here for episode 105 of Spinning Thoughts. Their latest album was from 2016 i couldn't be weaker the good news is they are heading back into the studio this october to record a full-length album and word from the street or from the dudes in rarity is that they may want to come back on the show for a quick in-studio update so Keep your eyes and ears open for news relating to that. Make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at SpinThoughts. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I want to let everyone know we just added 10 official contributors to the Spinning Thoughts family. 10 amazing people. Some are in bands. Others just love music and have a passion for it. So 
We're going to have a good diversity here. Check out their profiles on the website, thespinningthoughts.com. And our very first piece is out from Maggie Schneider, who is also just an amazing musician. So check all of that out. And of course, every Thursday at midnight on Adobe Radio, we premiere an episode. I want to thank everyone who stays up late for that. Those episodes then drop everywhere the following Monday. Everyone, until next time, make sure you share music, spread love. Spread love.